0: Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. Woo! listeners this is our part two of the newest three-part series which is Catherine's topic of um is it is it r slash r is that slash. how they say reddit yeah r slash, r slash how let's do, how do not kids say meet what it, do right? the kids say
1: <laughs> what do the youth Sorry. say
0: <laughs> the only time i ever get on reddit is when i'm trying to search for an answer and it's like here's the first link i'm like oh it goes to reddit i've, I've heard of that <laughs>
1: I've heard tell of this Reddit you speak of. Exactly, yes, exactly. Morgan is just everyday Revealing to me that she is a witch in the woods and You know She's, she's like hello children <laughs> <Goblin cottage. laughs> Yep She's gotta sacrifice one child For her bloodbath to keep her youthful But that's about it you know <laughs> Low needs Only naughty children <laughs> yeah. They're really easy to come by Yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, going along with the next part of the Coven Corner, which was our romance plot title, something along those lines. It's a romance novel pitch. Pitch, pitch, pitch. Yeah. The, the, okay, the romance novel pitch. Well, obviously, knowing me, I've always got, like, some sort of vampire romance bubbling in the back of my brain. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably the one that I go to to the most... Because I have a fan fiction brain, is, you know, definitely, um, Sashomaru <sighs> comes to find me. Because clearly, I am his long lost betrothed, and he's just determined to marry me. And I'm actually a demoness as well, so, you know, just in hiding. And it's perfect. Yes!
2: Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, if you guys didn't
1: know, he's already got a I've baby had you mama. all fooled. What? He's already got a baby mama.
0: I know, fuck part ugh.
1: And it's kind of creepy, can't, let's be real I
0: still, I haven't gotten past The first couple episodes because that Really does bother me
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Yashihime is the continuation Of Inuyasha, which was Which still is my favorite, I grew up with it But um, yeah so In, in case I had everybody fooled I, I am a total loser, so you know There's that
1: <laughs> it's, no. not, it's not uncool no. anymore, if the children have Taught me anything, it's that people don't get Beat up for liking anime anymore no, so. it is. I know, thing to
0: and like. <laughs> yeah. like I am happy about it, but also a little bit bitter <laughs> because, like, going in, growing up in a small town, like people literally called me a freak for liking anime, and it's like. I just like cartoons. Really, it man. was it Children was just training
1: awful. to <laughs> it was just training to become my best friend. <laughs> Aww, stop it, y'all being cute.
0: bitter, bitter and a nerd. There's the, the romance right there, guys. It's a friend, friend, friend romance.
1: It's not love, that kind it's of love. A no, it's Morgan, a romance. No, Morgan. Eventually, honestly, me and Morgan, one day, I'm gonna buy us a duplex, and we're just gonna live in separate houses, but next to each other, so one of us can find the other dead. And that's my plan for our lives. (laughs) That did not go
2: where I thought it was gonna go. I thought it was gonna be nice and happy, but no. It's just so that someone is there to find you when you die.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of important. (laughs) If I had to go,
0: (laughs) wow. If I had to go with a more conventional romance trope, though, I would probably write like a crowd-pleasing romance novel uh, set in a bookstore definitely okay, yes. so like
1: aliens right now aliens are very in so maybe like alien romance, i don't know if she'd, she'd have to bookstore. do a lot more alien okay
0: research. <laughs> the bookstore owner is running her shop and she's open late that night for some sort of a special occasion and the alien disguised as a human walks in looking for books about human culture so he can I fit in
1: better i dig it so much
0: yeah and as she's showing him, like, the anthropology section, he realizes she's actually smart for Ooh,
1: a human. okay. Mm. But there's, there's yes. a scene in an old movie that I think would work out really well for this, um, where this woman kind of goes up onto a ladder, and she's reaching up for some high books, and the, the line of this dude's sight is right at, like, the base of her skirt, which is at her knees. And so he just yep. kind of sees her calves and is like, Mm-mm. and I think that could work. It just sort of that, oh, legs. Okay. No. <laughs> know. Working
0: title, the space between the pages.
1: Ooh. Ooh love it. I love it. A little bit Sheet. of space
0: theme and book theme. You're already yeah. ready.
2: You're already ready to go. And I love it.
1: I feel like there's a <coughs> quote about like universes be- being contained between <coughs> two covers. And I feel like you could add that into the tagline. Sorry. Yeah, Skelly's barking.
2: I like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. Okay, uh, a tagline, something like, "When two beings from opposite ends of the universe find love in between the pages." There we go. Dun, there dun, it dun, dun. Something like that. You <laughs> gotta love it. create our publishing. Will this company. love story? Will this love story ever be published? Read to find out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm just saying, NaNoWriMo. New
0: New York Times has called it Unsettling.
1: (laughs) Or maybe... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's... (laughs) That would just be them reading the story of my dating life, honestly.
2: Based on a true story. Or inspired by a true story.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. And the people I go on dates with. Anyway...
2: (laughs) Well, like and it. and
0: definitely, my my alien human disguise for this is definitely uh, Alan Tudyk from Resident Alien. Yes, I'm I like thinking it. the same
2: thing. I couldn't get out of my head. <laughs> I, lo-
0: I love it. I love him. I love him so much. I dig it.
1: So yeah. are you the type of writer Anyways. that would like spend a lot of time oh. talking about like descriptions of people, or are you leaving it up for the writer to or the reader to just kind of like imagine themselves? Minimal descriptions. Okay. Like i not
0: so far as... I, I will never, ever, ever do Thomas Hardy descriptions. That man made me want to kill myself. True. Facts. Okay. Um, But, you know, to set up... Because if I have an idea of what I want them to look like, I want to set that up, you know. But, like, tall, dark hair, and blue mm-hmm. eyes. Moving mm-hmm. on. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Not... I'm- Six foot two and three quarter inches, with eyes the color of the deepest ocean, with a glimmer of light shining through. And his hair had highlights the color of chestnuts.
1: No, that's too much.
2: That's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
1: I am um, I really like the the descriptions that happen in noir books that are like she walked as though her heels were spring-loaded, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> I, just sort of like a bouncy walking lady, you know. But that him saying it that Ow. way just made me go, "Huh, I
0: like it." He walked in with an uneven gait and a clip-clopping of his sharp tacked shoes, lip-tack. like one leg was longer than the other. <laughs>
2: You got a knack for this. I know you. You kind of tease but you got a knack for it. That's all I'm saying.
1: Come on, Morgan. I, this novel. I
0: am a library. Yes,
1: <laughs> I am proud of what I am. <laughs> <sighs> yes, I love it. Yes. Anyways,
0: so yeah, uh, those were the uh, just vague ideas going I dig around. It. You I know. Dig it. I, like I can't it. give you the real stuff because I'm working on it. Mm. Mm. We will, yeah. We don't want to. We don't spoil era.
2: anything, right? We've got to wait for for it to be completed, and then we can do some stuff with it. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: In 20 more years, when I finally hit it big, Nano just start writing. Just pump one out. Put it on the internet. It'll be great. <laughs>
0: pump one out. Now I just know put you it said it, and I was
1: like, was that intentional? Uh, yes it's with the hand motion that i was doing
2: too i was like pump one out come
1: on <laughs> book come on <laughs> thousand
0: words
2: we can't show that oh wait we don't have to we're a podcast yay <laughs> oh, alliteration oh. <laughs> that's the soundbite right there baby <laughs> that's the sound bite. So this whole let's not meet. So the opposite of romance. You want to meet the romance. What about let's not meet? So the opposite of that. What, what are we doing today, Morgan?
0: The meet was it not. It is new. very, very opposite <laughs> of romance. Um, I chose mine's like a medium. I guess it's. A, oh, okay. Scrolling through it again. I it guess it's a little long, but not not that long. Well, that's fine. Um, I chose from. Oh, I guess I should have looked at this name before I picked it. zealous concubine. <laughs>
2: so Um, much to half with that
0: (laughs) Yep. and their story is called stalker from the dark I was reminded of him just last week after almost five years of not hearing from him I saw him again last week I will try my best to summarize this nightmare some things to note which are important to the story one it happened in 2017 and during that time we went a whole year without having any neighbors on either side So basically, we're cramped between two empty houses. Number two, the streetlight in our lot had broken, and despite multiple reports to the council to fix it, nobody did. One evening, my family went out for groceries, and I was left home alone. The gate was still wide open when they left because the water pipe was located outside. I used it all the time because back then I had rabbits. So I used to use it to fill up their water bowls. That day was no... Di- oh, my God. the ch- Terrible. <laughs> the, the, every Everything is one tiny sentence. Oh, sorry. That day was no different, period. The sun was already setting by the time I went to fill the bowls, feed the rabbits, and then lock the gate. It was literally five minutes after I locked the gate that someone was outside. Since the sun was already low on the horizon and with the streetlight broken... I can barely see his face. He was outside with a van, shouting for my attention. He said something about his company sending him over to do some property surveillance. It was suspicious alright, so I ignored him and went inside. Later on, when the night got dark, my family still hadn't returned. I was inside watching Chicken Little when I heard some commotion outside. I didn't directly look at it, but I stole some glances and saw someone outside, like literally in front of my gate. He was shouting for my attention again, and guess who it was? Yep, the guy from before. Mm. I recognized his voice and again paid him no attention. After a seemingly long few minutes, it got quiet outside. I took another peek out, and holy sheet, (laughs) he was attempting (laughs) to climb into my house. I was so shocked that I couldn't move. But luckily, that time, we had a dog named Buck, who passed away not long after. Aww. Bless his soul. He was probably napping in one of his hiding spots and sensed some presents. As soon as the guy saw Buck coming at him, he stopped climbing and rode away on his bike. No more van. That was that. But ever since then, I kept seeing him still. How do I know it was him when I can't even see his face in the first place? Well, because after that particular incident, every now and then there was always someone... Hanging literally outside our gate with his bike. Ugh. He was always making this weird sound too, like when you purse and smack your lips. Yeah. And every time I reported it to my dad, right, gross, the guy would always ride away as soon as he saw my dad checking. One time, I was at the backyard collecting my laundry. If you stand on the left side of my gate but facing in, you can see the area in our backyard where we wash and dry our laundry. And he was standing right there, making those weird sounds again, which drew my attention. I yelled for my dad, and again, once he saw my dad, he booked it out of there. This had been going on for almost a month. While he hadn't actually posed it as a threat, it was enough for me to feel uncomfortable and unsafe to even want to go out at night by myself. Yeah, seriously. Oh, but it got worse. No. My room is on the outer side of the house. So I basically have a window that faces the front of the house. But my, mom, my room is situated on the right side of the house, you're looking at my house, so my direct view is the overgrown bushes covering the fence. If I peek my head out the window and look to the right, I can clearly see the gate. One night I was in my room doing some work on my desk. The window was to my left and I left it open as I always liked the night breeze. I don't remember how long I was working for, but then all of a sudden I felt this dread rushing over me. It's like I wasn't safe in the comfort of my room anymore, like I was being watched. I looked out the window and tried to see in the dark, and there he was. I knew it was him. Somehow he managed to squeeze in between the bushes and was hanging onto the fence. He saw me. I can feel him smiling at me. And then he made those awful, lip-smacking sounds again. Mm. Nope. I booked it out of there like lightning. Again, I reported it to my dad. And again, he rode out of there before we can catch him in the act. Sometimes my dad and sister thought I was imagining stuff because when they kept their eyes outside, they saw nothing. But I was the one who saw him every time. But I know for a fact that it's real. He's real. And it's the same person every time. This continued on for another month, so two months in total. He'd come and taunt me with his lip-smacking skill and rode away before my dad or sister can get a good look at him. And then one day, he stopped coming, and I hadn't seen and heard his stupid lip-smacking sounds anymore. That is, until last week. I was home alone again.
1: No!
0: I was home alone again. My sister was caught up at work, and my dad left to pick up my brother from his workplace. I was in the living room watching the TV when I heard that awful familiar lip-smacking sound. At this point, our streetlight is still broken. We've installed some fence lights, but this bastard hid in the dark where the light was too faint to reach. He was out there with his bike again, only this time I heard him giggle. I've never heard him giggle before, and no, this isn't the cute kind of giggle. It sounded malicious. I tried my hardest to ignore him, to not pay him any attention, but he was still out there making all kinds of noises. Over a year ago, we got a new dog, Gibbs. He was a rescued stray. He must have heard him too. As soon as the guy saw Gibbs coming at him, he rode away again. That was last week. Five years ago, he terrified me to the point where I was so afraid of being outside on my own at night, even if it were just to pick up laundry. Sometimes at night, I can't even sleep without checking every corner of the house, just to make sure he's not there, and for a short period, I slept with the lights on, and even though he didn't exactly do anything physically threatening, him playing psycho tricks over a long period on me is enough to make me feel unsafe in my own house. Just when he was finally out of my head, he came back, worse still. I have never, ever seen his face, but I think he has seen mine.
1: Uh, I hope no. I won't
0: ever have to see his face. His presence alone is malicious as is.
1: So we're
2: going to send some good answers to the the that dark. person.
0: Yeah. Stalker from the dark, please, please, let's not meet
1: ever again. Uh, agreed. Yep. Poor Chica, that fucking sucks.
2: And So, like, when oh, you say the bike, comments... do we think, like like, a motorbike or, like, an actual bike that doesn't have a license plate? Oh, I I think think like an actual like bicycle
1: without a license plate. Yeah. Okay. That was like like,
2: my entire time. I was like, get the goddamn license plate. But if it's a bicycle, okay. That's what I'm imagining. The comments
1: quiet. You know.
0: Yeah. The comments think he was gone for five years because he was arrested.
2: Maybe could be. Could be. Or something took him away to where he couldn't stalk. Yeah, he's like a boo
1: hag where he finds a new victim.
2: Yeah, I've recently been watching Criminal Criminal Minds because there's a lot of I've seen a lot of clips and I'm like, okay, this looks interesting. But it's act, it's one of the shows that's hard for me to binge because I'm a binger, I'm a hyper focused kind of person. Mm-hmm. But it really freaks me out because it's like everyday shit, and now I'm getting all paranoid. Yeah. Like, excuse you, excuse you, are you are you here to kidnap me? Like, yeah, it's freaking me <laughs> out a little bit.
1: Like there was this one that I always think about um, that was this man that would ask people for directions. And when you came over to like help him give directions, he would like yeah. threaten you with a gun or something. Yeah. Oh and my it was, god! That one like uh, well,
2: especially for cause... me because I grew up in the country and I'm extroverted and I'm friendly. And like the first time I went to a, like a really like legit big city, well not I guess not the first time, but one of the times that I it was like a completely new city, had never been there before. I didn't know you weren't supposed to make eye contact because that's seen as either threatening, or you're, like, wanting, like, you're asking for trouble. And no one told me that. I'm a friendly person who's extroverted, and I believe treating all humans the same by being respectful and making eye contact. And that, like, those little things that, like, I don't know are not taboo in certain areas, that's what scares me the most. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome.
1: (laughs) Could you tell? I was looking in your eyes. That's the thing, is I... (laughs) I hate making eye contact with people, like extended eye contact. I'll make eye contact and be like, "Oh hi," and then you know, move on. It bothers Morgan so much because <laughs> I was
0: always taught that if you are keeping eye contact with someone you're talking with, it means you're listening and you're paying attention and you are yes. engaged. Yes, is that a small and if your country eyes wander, then you know,
1: you're bored. I think it's. I think it might be a country. I don't know. I was always taught like that like a you small town make country, eye not contact, a country in general. You can like. You can like look at someone and it might be because I I look at people and I acknowledge their existence and I'll make eye contact but it's brief. Mm -hmm, But I mm -hmm. make a lot of like affirmative noises and make comments on people's stories and stuff like that. That's how I let them know I'm engaged in listening. Is that I I do it through body language other than eye contact because I found I was told that eye contact extended eye contact is threatening.
2: Yeah, but see, this is interesting, because we've, we've talked about it probably throughout the entire series, and Kat always likes to bring it up when we travel together, because we tend to travel to bigger cities, and she grew up in a big city, like a, an actual big like metropolitan city, and so she knows the rules that are just not given to people from small towns, and so she'll just like walk yeah. off, and I'm like, no, you need to tell me what we're doing before we do it so I don't look like yeah, a Yeah, I'm a wanderer,
1: person. too. Yeah, I'm a <laughs> that wanderer. That also is a problem. Like That's a, a separate thing. <laughs> yeah, my mom gets... <laughs> Recently, actually, was like, why do you unbuckle your seatbelt before the car stops? Kevin? Oh my oh god, my god. Yes. that drives Don't me nuts! Do it.
2: Don't do it, wait for the car to turn off, take the keys out, then unbuckle, girl.
0: I'll,
1: I'll open the door even before the car stops. We like, I know. know. Wow.
0: <laughs> i have literally gotten up from a restaurant table with cat and been like okay phone wallet yes she's got everything looked
1: up and went
2: where the fuck did cat go how did she get, <laughs> gather her shit so quickly how does she know she has everything so quickly <laughs> uh, i have
1: everything and i'm already made a new friend in the next table at next restaurant downtown you
2: know? that is <laughs> yeah that's what's so interesting about all of our dynamics so we have like the small town uh, for me and Morgan, um, Kat and I have, like, the extrovertedness, and so, like, putting us all together is very, very interesting, but, um, Morgan and I just went to a fantasy tavern night at one of our local bookstores, it was really cool, uh-huh. we were actually underdressed, uh, did not expect that, <laughs> but someone made a joke, I probably mean, that I'm an extrovert, and then all of the, the, the entire people in that room were like, we're all introverts, and then one introvert person was like, but I bet that person's gonna be all of our best friends by the end of the night, I'm like, I got you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like I, I just <laughs> I have so many friends
1: that are like she just started talking to me and then never stopped talking to me and then 7 years later I guess we're friends. Well that's what's so interesting <laughs> well, because me. that that's
2: 10 that's actually how I make friends. Like I'll just start talking to someone and now we're friends. But Cat is the one, Cat and Morgan are the ones that got me into the friend group. Like I I didn't mm-hmm. I was like I'm waiting for people to approach me for whatever reason. Maybe I was just weird because I had no absolutely no connections in this town versus when I moved to my undergrad I had at least two connections um
0: and I guarantee you that if I approach you then it's definitely because I'm like oh my god, that person looks so sad and alone. Like, I don't want them to be like that. I was like that. It's awful. I'm gonna go rescue them. That, <laughs> Even I, if it's
2: hard for I me. I do think that was a thing because when I first moved here, like I said, having no connections, I went home, which is a six-hour drive, by the way, which not terrible, but when you do it only for a two-day period, I went home a lot during the weekends. I was like I don't know what to do with myself <laughs> so I'm, pre- I'm pretty yeah. sure I did look sad and then Kat was like we need a new friend <laughs> um, and then that's how we all got together and now we have a podcast we guys. need a third
1: cool? we need a third in order okay, to a okay but make I'm not a board unicorn game that's not what
2: we're doing here <laughs> <laughs>
0: well and you know that's that's the joke but it is the real story of how Kat basically saw me and was like she said something about musicology. That one's
1: mine now. Yep. Yeah. And she just adopted me. She showed me pictures of her dog. I can tell you exactly what she was wearing that day, and Morgan hates that. Aww, <laughs> I think
0: that's cute. Because I, I, I cannot even remember the encounter, I which do. kind of freaks me out.
2: <laughs> so I remember um, because Morgan had the most beautiful short blonde hair that is, I've yes. ever seen on a person. And I'm not really into My blonde, favorite. but, like, it was beautiful. And then the thing is, is, like, we met through ensemble, and, and obviously all of us being in the music college department, but what initiated it is they invited me to our mentor's, like, sort of Halloween party, and I dressed up something that looked like a Morris dancer, that Morgan was like, ah, oh, you know what this is. I'm like, I don't. I just like red and black, man. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they invited me to a party, and I was like, sure. And that's how we became friends.
1: And Morgan and, and see, I were wait, in a no. Hubble's costume. No, I, I do
2: remember
0: <laughs> I remember that night, but I don't remember Heather being a part of it at all I don't I remember do. meeting Heather at all it's just I like do. she's always been here
1: no no, no. Oh, I, I remember aw,
0: meeting Heather stop. because there was cry. physical contact Yes. Yeah. So. <laughs> so please don't, be, oh, aff- don't no. be offended that I can't remember adopting you it just feels like you've always been here
2: yes no I love that um yes to Kat's point um so we met actually in ensemble and we got invited but the connection of being friends happened at the party and the thing was is that someone else said oh yeah Heather's SAI, or uh, Kat's SAI, and I was like, ah, oh, cool. Immediate hug without recognizing any boundaries. I'm sure we talked about this before, but that's an important moment no, for it's, us. Afterwards. It's because we're
1: built in, <laughs> we we're basically relatives at that point. Like, it's a yeah. built in
2: Because we're you know, sh- know, foundation.
1: And, yeah. Oddly enough, the
0: only person that I remember meeting is Carson. Because I remember walking into the band hall, seeing her sitting in my section, and thinking, who the hell is this bitch? <laughs> like she she looks like a bitch, and then of course she was you know so sweet and friendly, and I was like, oh, okay. And then like Cat sort of adopted her, and I was like, oh, okay, well I guess I guess she's cool now. Well,
1: yeah, I kind <laughs> of knew her, and then um, one of our friends said, can she come stay with you for like a week? And I went, yeah, okay. <laughs>
0: so maybe so maybe that's a good sign that I can't remember meeting you guys. Apparently, I only remember the bad introductions.
1: Okay, <laughs> mm, hey, it's yeah. a good sign. Morgan and I took the same intake exam for our master's degrees, which is what started our conversation. She was wearing her oh. Morris shirt, the red and black one, jeans, yes. and this very specific sneakers that she wore for the first two years we knew each other. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god! We remember the details! You sound like my stalker. <laughs> no, we are just observant of our, our surroundings, and we remember things just yes. in case we get stalked or kidnapped. Oh, yeah. What was what was and he me a picture was of like, I don't know what she was wearing. Me and Kat here. We we actually have a we have a, a recreation of exactly what she was wearing. This is what she. <laughs> this specific shirt from her collection of shirts.
1: <laughs> Good guess. It was probably black. <laughs> mm-hmm. So no, it, it was it was red and black. It had like, you know, that. Oh, you're talking about the Morris shirt.
0: No, <laughs> I was just talking, uh, no, talking in general. The last thing yeah. I wore. I was gonna tell probably, you. Probably you could probably guess it was black. Yes, probably.
2: I like it, but um, well, that was a really cool. If you story,
0: yeah, yeah, I was gonna say if you want to hear more of our ramblings and see some of these <laughs> photos, maybe Heather can direct you to all of our socials. Yes, thank you. you. Thank a you picture
2: for of... that introduction, Morgan. Um, yeah, so we uh, post a so- picture of that party.
1: Hmm. Post a picture of the, uh, us at that party. You know, um, I have it. I have it somewhere. I'll find it. Mm-hmm. The Halloween, yeah, yeah uh, just uh, blur were, out anyone's were, faces that aren't us.
2: Uh, Evie? Wally and Eva, yeah, e- Wally, it was cute. Um, anyways, Wally. so <laughs> you can uh, find us on social medias: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Don't forget that you can um, comment on the Coven Corner, which is currently uh, romance novel pitches, just just general stuff. You don't have to go as far as uh we possibly go. Um, if you're interested, we'll yeah, read it. Yeah, we'll read it in a future episode. Uh, But also, if you wanted to contact us about future series topics or our ice cream social topics or you want us to return to a previous topic we've had because there's so much more we could talk about, just let us know through social media. If you don't have social media, you can always email us at possiblyhauntedpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And just remember,
2: even if you feel
0: safe hiding from your dark, in-the-shadowed stalker, that house could be possibly haunted i feel like i forgot half the sentence as i started saying it did i actually say if you feel safe